Welcome to Real Purpose with Pastor Bob Lamb. God has a real purpose for each of us here in this life. It begins first with an intentional desire to have a relationship with Jesus Christ who wants you to connect with Him. We appreciate you listening today and pray that you will join us next week for Real Purpose. Hey, welcome to Real Purpose. This is Pastor Bob Lenz, Senior Pastor of New Rock Wesleyan Church right here in Loganville, Georgia. What does it look like when your purpose and your passion collide with God's plan for your life? In the Bible in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Get connected. Stay connected. At six to seven weeks during pregnancy, this is what the heartbeat sounds like. I believe that God created every human being on this side of heaven. I believe God created every human being with a plan, because His Word says so. I believe in the Bible. I believe it to be infallible. I believe it to be the truth. We are beyond the slippery slope. How will history judge us? Get connected, stay connected. If you're connected to the vine, God has given you a boldness, a spirit to speak out. It's more than sitting behind walls. It's about having a spirit of boldness and going out and speaking truth. Nothing is going to change if we keep sitting behind our church walls. Nothing is going to change if we keep fighting in our churches over music styles. Nothing is going to change if we keep sitting in our churches worrying about what people wear. It's not going to change if we keep sitting in our churches worrying about is it better to have pews or is it better to have chairs. We are beyond the slippery slope. We celebrate that 98 lives and 98 babies that celebrated Christmas here for the very first time in this county. 98 lives saved. We celebrate. God has called us to a specific mission, the Great Commission, to go out and evangelize, to go out and bring the good news. If someone would have got to that person with the good news, would they have made the same decision that they've made today? There are consequences. 61 million consequences from decisions that were made since Roe v. Wade. We're beyond the slippery slope, ladies and gentlemen. What are you going to do about it? Keep it in the eye mode. Keep it real. Get connected. Stay connected. Because God says, apart from me, you can do nothing in John 15, 5. In Genesis 1, it says, so God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. In Jeremiah 1-5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. In Jeremiah 29-11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. In Isaiah 44-2, it says, Thus says the Lord who made you, who formed you from the womb. Abortion defined according to online dictionary says, it is the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy, most often performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. Merriam-Webster's defines abortion as the termination of a pregnancy after, accompanied by, resulting in, or closely followed by the death of an embryo or fetus. 
Medicine.com defines abortion as, in medicine, an abortion is the premature exit of the products of conception, the fetus, fetal membranes, and placenta. From the uterus, it is a loss of a pregnancy and does not refer to why that pregnancy was lost. Now that doesn't make sense because we're talking about abortion. So I decided to check out the Planned Parenthood website and right at the top it says, is abortion the right option for me? Abortion is very common and people have abortions for many different reasons. Only you know what's best for you. But good information and support can really help you make the decision that is best for your own health and well-being. And that's right from Planned Parenthood. You notice how they make it seem easy, like, hey, this is okay, everybody does it, they do for several reasons, but only you know what's best. Which is hard to, for me to understand when you're thinking about a young teenager coming here, maybe 15 years old or even younger, that they can make a rational decision, a mature decision, to have an abortion. Then it says, why do people decide to have an abortion? If you're thinking about having an abortion, you're not alone. Millions of people face unplanned pregnancies every year, and about 4 out of 10 of them decide to have an abortion. Some people with planned pregnancies also get abortions because of health and safety reasons. Overall, 1 in 4 women in the U.S. will have an abortion by the time they're 45 years old. Again, as I read this, kind of make, they, they make it seem like it's okay. You know, 1 in 4 women have this, and they have it for several reasons. 4 out of 10 of them decide to get an abortion. Sometimes the decision is simple, other times it's complicated. But either way, the decision to have an abortion is personal, and you're the only one that can make it. Everyone has their own unique and valid reasons for having an abortion. Some of the many different reasons people decide to end a pregnancy include they want to be the best parent possible to the kids they already have. They're not ready to be a parent yet. It's not good time for their life to have a baby. They want to finish school, focus on work, or achieve their goals before they're having the baby. They're not in a relationship with someone they want to have a baby with. They're in an abusive relationship and were sexually assaulted. The pregnancy is dangerous or bad for their health. The fetus won't survive the pregnancy or will suffer after birth. They just don't want to be a parent. So as I was reading this list, some things really stuck out. Like, they're not ready to be a parent yet. It's not a good time in their life to have a baby. I want to finish school, focus on work, achieve other goals. They're not in a relationship with someone that they want to have a baby with, really? They just don't want to be a parent. Now what's wrong with that picture that I just read to you? I don't like the person I'm with. I'm not ready to be a parent. Why wasn't that thought of before the pregnancy took place? Hmm. So let me finish and continue on their website. It says, deciding to have an abortion doesn't mean you don't want or love children. In fact, six out of 10 people who get abortions already have kids. And many of them decide to end their pregnancies so they can focus on their children they already have. And people who aren't already parents, when they get an abortion, often they go on to have a baby later, when they feel they are in a better position to be a good parent. The bottom line is, deciding if and when to have a baby is very personal, and only you know what's best for you and your family. Abortion. There are two ways of ending a pregnancy, in-clinic abortion and the abortion pill. Both are safe and very common. If you're pregnant and thinking about abortion, you may have lots of questions. We're here to help. What are the types of in-clinic abortions? 
In-clinic abortion works by using suction to take a pregnancy out of the uterus. Do you notice they don't even put a label of life on it? To take a pregnancy. You see how they distance themselves from what God has created? Now, can you imagine if they worded it the way it should be worded? In-clinic abortion works in using suction to take a life out of your uterus. Hmm, but they don't want to say that. There are a couple of kinds of in-clinic abortion procedures. Your doctor or nurse will know which type is right for you, depending on how far you are into your pregnancy. Suction abortion, also called vacuum aspiration. It is the most common type of in-clinic abortion. Again, you notice how they kind of make it all clinical. They never refer to a human life, right? This little heartbeat that's beating inside of, of this person. Which kind of abortion you choose all depends on your personal preference and situation. I find it really sad because as I'm reading this, it looks like a fast food menu. Some people choose in-clinic abortion because they want to have their procedure done at a health center with nurses, doctors, and trained support staff there the whole time. With the abortion pill, you have the abortion at home. You notice, again, they're separating out from light. They make this easy. By the way, you can make a choice. You can be here with nurses and doctors. You can do the whole clinical thing, or you can just simply take a pill and you can do this at home. In-clinic abortions are also much faster than the abortion pill. Most in-clinic abortions only take about five to 10 minutes, while the medication abortion may take up to 24 hours to complete. How late can you get an abortion depends on the laws in your state and what doctor, abortion clinic, or Planned Parenthood Health Center you go to. It may be harder to find a health care provider who will do an abortion after the 12th week of pregnancy, so it's best to try to have your abortion as soon as possible. Amazing. Let's just make it easy, right? Because after 12 weeks, now you notice they, they didn't say it was impossible. They just said it's going to be harder to find someone that can do this abortion after 12 weeks. Medication abortion, also called the abortion pill, is a safe and effective way to end an early pregnancy. I'm just so amazed that they don't put to end an early life. How effective is the abortion pill? The abortion pill is very effective. The effectiveness depends on how long you are in your pregnancy and when you take the medicine. For people who are eight weeks pregnant or less, it works about 94 to 98 out of 100 times. For people who are eight to nine weeks pregnant, it works 94 to 96 out of 100 times. For people who are 9 to 10 weeks pregnant, it works about 91 to 93 out of 100 times. The abortion pill usually works, but if it doesn't, you could take more medicine or have an in-clinic abortion to complete the abortion. Why do people choose the abortion pill? Which kind of abortion you choose all depends on your personal preference and situation. The medication abortion, some people like that you don't need to have the procedure in the doctor's office. You can have your medication abortion at home or in another comfortable place that you choose. You get to decide who you want to be with you during your abortion, or you can do it alone. Because medication abortion is similar to a miscarriage. Many people feel like it's more natural and less evasive. You know you're purposely taking a pill, and then they write in their verbiage, it's just more natural to do it this way. When did it ever become natural to know that you're purposely taking a life and be comfortable with it? Amazing. Claims about treatments that reverse the effects of medication abortion are out there. And a handful of states require doctors and nurses to tell their patients about them before they can provide abortion care. But these claims haven't been proven in reliable medical studies, nor have they been tested for safety, effectiveness, or likelihood of side effects. So experts 
like the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists reject these untested supposed treatments. Studies on the abortion pill do show that if you take the first medicine, but not the second, the abortion pill is less likely to work. Studies on the abortion pill do show that if you take the first medicine, but not the second, the abortion pill is less likely to work. So if you've begun the process of having an abortion using the abortion pill, but are having second thoughts, contact the doctor or the nurse you saw for the abortion right away to talk about your best next steps and what to expect. Uh, I just love how they're just so ready to help. So I went to Healthline.com, and this is how they define trimesters. A full-term pregnancy is 40 weeks and can range from 37 to 42 weeks. It's divided into three trimesters. Each trimester lasts between 12 and 14 weeks, or about three months. Although you may not look pregnant during the first trimester, your body is going through enormous changes as it accommodates a growing baby. Here's that heartbeat again at six weeks and four days. That, my friends, is life created by God. At second trimester is when most women can feel their baby move for the first time. The baby can even hear and recognize your voice. An anatomy ultrasound might be performed between weeks 18 and 22. At this scan, body parts are identified. That's the heart, the lungs, the kidney, and the brain. The limited sounds your baby hears around this point in your pregnancy are noises you may not even notice. Third trimester. Lasts from the 28th week through the birth of the baby. And then I went to the, it's called the LozierInstitute.com. It's L-O-Z-I-E-R Institute.com site. Science of fetal pain. I wanted to find out what the research that I could find. Does the fetus feel pain? And at, at, at what stages? This is what they have. Fetal reactions provide evidence of pain response. As early as eight weeks, the baby exhibits reflex movement during evasive procedures. Fetal surgeons recognized unborn babies as patients. A leading children's hospital performed nearly 1,600 fetal surgeries between 1995 and June 2017. Prenatal medicine now treats unborn babies as young as 18 weeks for dozens of conditions. Pain medication for unborn patients is routinely administered as a standard of medical practice. The Wesleyan Church seeks to recognize and preserve the sanctity of human life from conception to natural death and thus is opposed to the use of induced abortion. However, it recognizes that there may be rare pregnancies, that there are grave medical conditions threatening the life of the mother, which could raise a serious question about taking the life of the unborn child. In such a case, a decision should be made only after very prayerful consideration following medical and spiritual counseling. The Wesleyan Church encourages its members to become informed about the abortion issue and to become actively involved locally and nationally in the preparation and passage of appropriate legislation guaranteeing protection of life under the law to unborn children. So what can I do? I mode, right? What can I do? I can sit here all day and just say, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. What can you do? You can get on the internet like I do and start looking up organizations. You can start looking up in your cities who are the leaders, who are the elected officials, who are those leaders in place that make decisions, who are those that introduce bills. Like we have the Georgia Right to Life. There's a lot of uh, easy access to 
how how these people vote your leaders you can email them you can set up appointments with them go visit with them don't just sit and think well somebody else is going to do this ask yourself what can i do i am one person that's all it takes what can i do that's the question keep it in the eye mode contact your local officials locally we have the women's health and wellness clinic of walton they provide compassionate care practical health evidence-based education to women who believe they are pregnant and who may be considering an abortion. They offer help without judgment and a path to Christ, both in word and deed. Serving from your spiritual giftedness, what can you do? Remember the IMO, the prayer team, gift of intercession, faith, encouragement, medical professionals, licensed practical and registered nursing, patient advocates, female, gift of wisdom, faith, mercy, teaching, fatherhood mentors, male, gift of wisdom, faith, mercy, teaching, telephone consultants, faith, mercy, administration, hope closet coordinator, gift and administration, earn while you learn program facilitators, gift of faith, teaching, exhortation, abstinence, fetal development, educators for students, gift teaching, abortion recovery slash healing facilitators, gift of mercy, faith, encouragement, exhortation, administrative services, clerical assistance to managers, bulk mailing, church liaison, fundraiser, public relations, event committee, speakers team. So after you're done listening to this podcast, you can go down to the link and you'll see the link to the Wellness Center if you want more information. Here's that heartbeat at six weeks and four days. Heavenly Father, I pray for every child that right now, as I am praying, is just one decision away from its life being taken away. I thank you for our local pregnancy center. I thank you for Carol and her team, this this incredible team that Father God is so passionate and do what they do. We celebrate the 97 lives, Father God, that celebrated Christmas for the first time just a couple months ago. Thank you, Carol and team. I thank you for the men and women in this state that are passionate about life, Father God. And Lord, I lift up our legislators and our leaders, God, that their hearts would be softened, God, that they would have wisdom, Father, and they would have the spirit of boldness to pass the right legislation, Lord. That it would not be about politics, Lord, that it would be about life. Lord, I pray your blessings on this country. I pray your blessings on the legislators. I pray your blessing on our president. I pray your blessing on every child that is here today, God. I pray for those families and those individuals and the girls walking into the center today. Lord, I just pray out against those that are purposeful and misleading people to make the wrong decisions, God. Lord, I pray out against these institutions that make it seem so just life is normal. Everybody does it. They give it some sense of normalcy, God. How they remove the name of a child, a life, and simply put in there a pregnancy. Lord, I pray for the eye mode. What can I do today? For those that are listening in, Father, I pray that they would take an active role from this day forward, contacting the pregnancy centers, wherever they're at, contacting their local legislators, that they would research, Father God, go to the Capitol buildings, write letters, send emails, that they would be a voice in the wilderness for these children, God. I pray these things in your precious and holy name, in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Here's the heartbeat at six weeks and four days.
Thanks for listening in today. If you're listening to this podcast and you have to make this decision right now, I'm asking you to wait. I'm asking you to reach out to one of your local pregnancy centers and give them an opportunity to talk to you. This is the biggest decision you're going to make in your entire life. God loves you. That precious gift that you carry, that life, God has a plan for. I pray an anointing of God's touch on your life right now. If you're a couple and you're trying to make that decision, I pray that you would both take a deep breath, reach out to your local pregnancy centers, and wherever you live, give them an opportunity to talk to you. Don't make a rash decision that you may look back on and say, I I wish I would have made a different decision. You have many people and organizations out there that can help you make that decision. I pray God's touch on you right now. He loves you, and he loves that child. God has a real purpose for each of us here in this life. It begins first with an intentional desire to have a relationship with Jesus Christ who wants you to connect with him. We appreciate you listening today and pray that you will join us next week for Real Purpose with Pastor Bob Lenz.